Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Menopause is coming and the men have all left town But I'm not giving up until I see that baby crown 39 and single, can someone help me out? He could be balding, bearded, shorter, tall, funny, smart, love basketball From gay, straight, black, white, tiny eyes with an underbite I just need sperm, sperm cast Welcome to episode 20, you guys! Well, somehow I've done another completely unplanned episode. I'd love to blame Amanda because she's out of town in London doing a fancy podcast festival. But it's on me, you guys. A couple weeks ago when I did that episode with Amanda and Maria, I was just tired. Then about 9 or 10 days ago, I got this annoying headache and it hasn't gone away since. It's so frustrating, you guys. One, I don't understand why I'm not healthier. I don't drink, I don't eat yucky food, I'm active, I'm getting enough sleep. Two, I can't get my work done with this headache. I can't focus. Three, I can't figure out the source. I've tried everything. My psychiatrist says it's most likely not the Lexapro. Tylenol doesn't make it stop. Extra strength Tylenol, guys. I can't take Advil because it's bad for my stomach lining because I get gastritis, which is... Inflamed stomach lining. Um, I started drinking coffee again and that hasn't helped. I tried Claritin for a few days and that didn't work. I'm hydrating and sleeping as much as possible. I went to the chiropractor on Saturday and I'm going again today. I took Allegra D yesterday and today I'm taking Mucinex because now I'm wondering if I have a sinus infection because I woke up with a man voice this morning. In case you don't believe me, here's a voicemail I left from my mom when I woke up. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear mama. Happy birthday to you. Hi, mom. It's Molly. And uh, I just woke up and my voice is really deep. (laughs) Oh, my God. Love you. Anyway, that's why I didn't plan ahead for this episode. So here's what this episode ended up being. And while I'm not super comfortable with it, I think you're going to find it interesting. This episode is all about three dudes I met online. One on Bumble and two on Tinder. Here's how it started. It was Thursday night and I had no idea what I was going to do for my next episode, this episode. I had a normal Bumble date lined up. And about an hour before the date, I texted the guy this. Do you want to be a guest on my podcast without knowing what the podcast is about first? I could record our date. I know this sounds like a terrible idea. I'm just throwing it out there. I love sabotaging things. And he said, sure. Fuck. That meant I had to do it. (laughs) All right, here goes nothing. Oh, I should mention, the audio on this first interview is a little rough, you guys. The background noise in this restaurant is almost as loud as our conversation. I'm sorry. 
Okay, I'm at a restaurant waiting for this date to show up. It's very awkward. <laughs> he doesn't know what this podcast is about. This wasn't the plan. I sprung it on him last minute. He said it was cool with it, so why not? I didn't say he had to do it. Anyway, more soon. And then I saw him walking down the street. He was tall, handsome, blonde. Blonde? Yeah, blonde. I'm a rap now. I'm not going to rap, you guys. That would be crazy. I'm the worst rapper in the world. Oh, my God. Anyway, the point is, he was handsome. He was uh, dressed well. And I got super awkward right away. I was hating this. And I was doing it for you, you guys. Hello. How are you? I'm recording. Oh, sweet. (laughs) We found our seats, and then he went to the restroom. Okay, I'm going to turn this off. This is weird. I've never done this before. I feel super awkward. I never feel awkward on these dates. (laughs) Ridiculous. Oh, my God. When he got back to the table, we, um, well, he ordered a beer, and I ordered some French fries, and I said, this is on me, because... He was doing me a big favor, and because this is just, it was just so weird. Allison Royer from my financial episode would be yelling at me right now, but you guys, I can't help it. So you're not drinking? Oh yeah, I'm not drinking because I had a, a couple panic attacks a month or two ago, and I just started taking Lexapro. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. and I, I don't want to have a panic attack again. No, that's fair. Have you ever had a panic attack? I haven't, but uh, I... That's one of the questions I was going to ask for my podcast. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I've never had a panic attack. That's great. But my... uh, But uh, an ex-girlfriend of mine had regular panic attacks. Fuck. Yeah. It's not fun. I hadn't had one in 15 years. What do you think brought them on? Well, that's... Then I'll have to tell you everything. But I can. I'm just going to tell you. Okay. In my podcast, in in most of my episodes, I interview a potential sperm donor. (laughs) You interview potential sperm donors. Oh, dope. That's awesome. Thank you. Is that what kind of a stick is in your mouth? It's a tea tree toothpick. Yeah. I'm uh, weaning myself off cigarettes very slowly. Good. Good. Strike. I mean, it affects your sperm count. It probably does, yeah. I mean, well, no, I'm sure it does, yeah. And then I went on to brag about all the billions of things that I'd learned in the process of making this podcast, all about sperm. And I told him all about my egg freezing experience and how I got to this place in my life. I told him about dating and how I don't have much time for it these days. I told him that I think that if I have a baby, I feel like it'll relieve all the pressure that I put on relationships. I also told him what a roller coaster this whole podcast scenario has been and how I'm now afraid of, you know, my kids having terminal illnesses and all the potential problems that are out there. You know, we just talked about a lot of fun stuff like that. And I'm going to have all kinds of facts for you. Oh, sweet. So since 1970, male fertility has dropped 50%. Has dropped 50%? Yeah. And we're on a track for extinction. <laughs> well, obviously. According to GQ last week. So, well, can I tell you about how I tried to have my sperm count checked when I was 
32 and my doctor told me to go fuck myself. Like, no, I went to my doctor and I said, I want to have my sperm count checked. Because mm-hmm. if I have a tight, if I have a low sperm count, I want to know now. Mm-hmm. So that if I'm with somebody and I'm like, if I'm with somebody long term, yeah. you know, which I was, I was like, maybe I don't want to have to worry about using condoms so much. Like, you know, right. maybe I want to just enjoy sex while I can. If I can't have children, at least I don't have to like wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Especially if I'm with somebody and we both, you know, we're together and all the, all of that is checked off. Right. And he was just like, no, we're not going to do it. He's like, it costs a lot of money. You know, like he gave me like, it was so funny, but I didn't think anything of it at the time. Mm-hmm. I just thought, oh, okay. Whatever. Yeah. I don't even think he said it cost that much money, but I remember being kind of shocked that he was like, no, we're not going to do this. Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. There's so anyway. a company. My, this is really funny. My whole episode last week was devoted to um, sperm count, and um, I had some of my friends do an at-home fertility test. Oh, dope. You can do that? Mm-hmm. Where do you, where I, do you the get company, them? The company sent it to me. Oh, that's awesome. It's called Track Fertility. I dropped it off at their house. It's a little kit. <laughs> yeah. So check. But I could give it to you. <laughs> Dude, I would totally be down. You would? Absolutely. I would Especially love to know. since you're anonymous. I would love to know. So I gave him the rundown on how sperm tests work and all the facts about millions per milliliter, etc. What I'm saying is, I was casually talking about semen with a man I had just met. It is, it's kind of my new age way of flirting. You can change your sperm count by changing some things. Uh, and it regenerates every 72 days, your sperm. Wow, 72 days, that's, mm-hmm. that's less than you think. Yeah. It's less regeneration than you would think. Yeah, that's like the lifetime of a sperm. Huh, interesting. Yeah. Where are you from? New York, where are you from? New York? Yeah. I would have pegged, I, I heard Michigan accent or something. <laughs> yeah, I heard like a Midwestern accent. No one thinks I'm from New York. Um, but I'm from Westchester County, which is just north of the city. Oh, interesting. Where are you from? Uh, South Carolina. Mm, oh, shit. Yeah. Your family there right now? Uh, yeah. Are they near the coast? Oh, they- yeah, yeah, they're in Charleston. Um, it's going to be fine. It is? Yeah, it's going to okay. be fine. They, um, it's, it's hurricane paper selling season. Mr. Bumble went on to say how the news sensationalizes hurricanes, and that's true, but it's now a few days later, so let's see what kind of damage Florence actually caused. The death toll from Hurricane Florence has reached 32, while the rivers and the Carolinas continue to rise from the record-breaking storm. Tens of thousands of homes have been damaged. The city of Wilmington, North Carolina, remains largely cut off from the rest of the state. That's Amy Goodman, the host of Democracy Now! Democracy Now! is an independent news program that features international journalists, grassroots leaders, independent analysts, as well as ordinary people directly affected by world events and U.S. policy. Now, why am I telling you about Democracy Now? Because I love it. I have been listening to this show for about 14 years, and it is the best. You listen to the first 10 minutes of this hour-long show, and you'll get all the news you ever needed, and you don't hear this kind of news on regular news networks. (laughs) Seriously. Anyway, it's on KPFK at 9 a.m. If you're in Los Angeles, that's 90.7. Or you can go to democracynow.org to listen. And you can listen on all your podcast apps. And Amy Goodman is 
a god. She's a champion for the environment, and I've seen her live twice. The rains have also swamped coal ash dumps and open-air hog manure pits, adding to the storm's devastation. Duke Energy says 2,000 cubic yards of coal ash were released amidst Tropical Depression Florence's massive flooding in North Carolina. That's enough ash to fill roughly 180 dump trucks. The toxic ash could run off into the nearby Cape Fear River. Meanwhile, a massive typhoon in Southeast Asia has killed at least 74 people in the Philippines and forced more than 3 million people to evacuate their homes in China. Scores more are feared dead following a landslide in the small Philippines mining town of Itagan. Meanwhile, in Nigeria, at least 100 people have died as torrential downpour and floods continue to plague the south and central regions. Here's a fun fact. The only difference between a hurricane, a cyclone and a typhoon is the location where the storm occurs. They're all the same weather phenomenon. Did you know that? Okay, let me ask you this. So you've thought about having kids before? Yes, and I said no to it emphatically. You don't want to have kids? I don't want to have children of my own. Because, because of the world? No, I just have never had much of an interest in doing that. I oh. think, I mean, like, if you really want to get, if you really, really, really want to break it down, yeah, I do. it's probably because I'm selfish. But I think that people who want to have children are also selfish. Yes. It's almost two sides of the same coin. You want to have a child, it's the extension of your ego into the world. It's you saying that I am important enough to want to procreate and yeah. make more of me and put more of me into the world yeah. and possibly, you know, curse this child with existence, although I don't think that existence is a cursed thing. Uh, but then the other side of the coin is, like, I don't want to have children. I just want it to be all about me for the rest of my life until I die. Mm -hmm. Because... I think if anybody, if you're a good parent, life becomes about that child to a certain degree, much more so than about yourself. Yeah. I was lucky. I had really good parents, and and, I, and my friends who have had really good parents, you know, like I couldn't even begin to talk about how to parent somebody. But I think children are important and should be made to feel important. Yeah. You know, to to a certain degree. Yeah. You know, they shouldn't be like they shouldn't just be one more thing that you've collected. You know, and I'm not in a place where I feel like I can get past that. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I wonder if I want to do this because I failed at everything else, and this is the one thing I can actually control. That's a good point. That's a good point. But the thing is that that's not actually true because right. I have always wanted that. Right. And I've always wanted to be a mom, and I've always just it was just always what I wanted. Mm -hmm. But now that like I'm at this age and I have to make a decision, mm -hmm. I feel like. It's do or die. Right. You know? Totally. So, I don't know. That's cool, though. But I see what you're saying. I think wanting to have wanting to have children is... I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think finding yourself with a child is a problem, you know, mm -hmm. which a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. And then they go, oh, cool, great, I'm going to make this work. Right, but having the intentionality, that's a positive thing. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. If you yeah. have the intention, you know, like, more power to you. Did you think that the drinking, that you're drinking, was, like, impacting? How did, like, how did it? Um, Lexapro is a serotonin reuptake inhibitor, and, which means it basically increases the level of serotonin in your... Wait, I actually really, really love talking about the relationship between serotonin and alcohol, so I'm just going to tell you guys about it. But 
know this. It's based on information that I learned about 20 years ago, and I don't know how much of it is factual, and I'm not going to look it up. The drug that I'm taking, Lexapro, is a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. That's an SSRI. Other SSRIs are Paxil, Prozac, Luvox, uh, Zoloft, Celexa, and I'm sure there's many others. And the point of these drugs is to raise the net level of serotonin in the synapse between your neurons. And the more serotonin you have there, the more happy you are and the less panicky you feel. So when you drink alcohol, your synapses are flooded momentarily with serotonin and dopamine. And then those things are sort of washed away and the next day you're depressed. So though it may make you feel better at the time, it is in effect a depressant. So if you're taking an SSRI to raise the levels of serotonin in your synapse and you're also drinking, you're basically negating the effect of the SSRI. And since panic attacks are the most terrifying thing on the planet, and I don't ever want to have them again, I'm done drinking for now. Here's what I did in college, and I actually credit panic attacks with stopping me from becoming a full-blown alcoholic because I loved alcohol. I still do, but I really loved alcohol freshman year in college, and I did it all the time. But when I started having my panic attacks, I immediately stopped drinking, and I started taking Paxil, which is an SSRI. So two months would go by on Paxil, no drinking, and I'd start to feel non-panicky, and i think, hmm, I'm probably okay to drink alcohol now. And then I'd start drinking alcohol, and everything would be fine. But then two months would go by, and I'd start to feel panicky again. And so then I'd stop drinking alcohol again. And repeat. This gave me a built-in checks and balances system, where I basically couldn't become an alcoholic because I was too afraid of having panic attacks. Also, I think it was helpful for my panic recovery to have this sort of empirical evidence of the chemical imbalance going on in my brain. So, anyway, maybe that'll help you. If you're panicky and you want to stop drinking, it might help. I had another question for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Sorry, I'm okay. getting you off track. No, 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 no. This is great. So, I'm worrying about dating now. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, not us. Yeah, totally. Are we dating now? <laughs> you know, when I, had, when I was like 30 and my friend who was like 33 was dating a 39-year-old, I'm like, dude, you got to get out of that. She's going to want babies, man. And I can't imagine that a guy would want to date me that doesn't have kids and wants them. I think that's not necessarily Especially true. now that my thing says 40. It's switched from 39 to 40. I really don't think that that's an issue. Uh, you mean in terms of like you dating and wanting to find a guy who would want to have children who, who still doesn't have children at 40? I think there's plenty of guys. Well, but then wouldn't they be crazy to look at even look at 40 year old women? <laughs> no. Yeah, because it's so hard to get pregnant at that age. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I would be afraid to, to date a woman my age because in the back of my head I'd be thinking oh she's going to want to have kids so soon if she wants kids at all I mean if she still wants kids she's going to want to have them in like a year I'm not ready for that yeah. I'm just a, a fun 36 year old guy uh, you know what I mean right, yeah. like I'm not ready to do that Right. so they would kind of I don't know I wonder if uh, I wonder if you would I don't really know how that math works I guess what's coming up here is that I'm looking for a partner, which is weird because in the beginning of this podcast, I kind of was dating a guy and I didn't care if I had a partner. Ah, I feel like I'm betraying you guys by even talking about romance because it's really not part of this 
conversation. Anyway, then we talked about how long we've been in Los Angeles. He's been here 12 years, and my 16-year anniversary is coming up on October 7th. Do you still like it? I do like it. I just have, like, a constant debate in my head about moving back to be with my parents. Right. Are you the only child? No, I have six siblings. Cool. Do you have siblings? Yeah, <laughs> Do you like that? Yeah. What's that like? Awesome. It is? Yeah. Aww. Yeah, it's the best. Um, we're a greatly misunderstood species. You are? Yeah, only children? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of, I feel like there's going to be a lot of only children in future generations. 100%. Yeah, in, in 60 years, the population of only children on the planet, I'm sure it's going to, or at least in the U.S., is going to, I guess China, too, with the one-child policy. Right. Uh, yeah. But is that still happening? I have no idea. <laughs> um, I would take one more beer, if you don't mind. Because I'm, I'm, I'll get this one. No, no, I no, got no, 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 no. You got, you got one. I'll get the next. How has dating been for you vis-a-vis uh, -vis this uh, podcast? And, uh... That's when I told him about Andrew. Hmm. Remember Andrew, you guys? He was so sweet and nice. He was that guy I was dating at the beginning of this podcast. That it, You know, the breakup. You remember. I wonder what he's up to these days. What about you? Be specific. <laughs> Lady-wise. Lady-wise. None of your business, you guys. This podcast is about me, not him. So, okay, so what do you think about... Um, so you don't want kids. As, as of now, you don't, you don't think that you want kids. Um, does that make you... As far as being a sperm donor, does that mean... <laughs> That it's off the table for you for being no, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. You hear that, you guys? Not at all. <laughs> um, so it's more. It's just that you don't want that responsibility in your life. That you want to experience your life for yourself. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I kind of always figured that I would get somebody pregnant accidentally. My entire existence so far has been waiting to just accidentally get someone pregnant. This seems to be a common thread among all the guys that I've interviewed, and also me. I mean, we're all questioning our fertility just because we haven't gotten each other pregnant, but maybe we're just wearing condoms correctly and taking our pills on time. And maybe it's not that easy to get pregnant. I, would, I always expected that it would... But were you always careful or not? ...be out of my control. Yeah, I'm always careful, but like that doesn't mean shit. No. It doesn't mean shit. I was shit. always careful too, but maybe it does. Maybe we did a good job. Okay, what other questions do I ask? We usually talk about um, panic attacks. Oh, yeah? Alcoholism. No panic attacks. No history of alcoholism. However, depression. You got it. Ding, ding, ding. What color are your eyes? Blue. Nice. I mean, I don't really care, but, but I mean... Yeah. But I'm blonde. Yeah. And I have green eyes. Oh, green. Okay, I was going to say gray, yeah. Gray? Yeah. Oh. And you're 6'2". 6'2", yep. Lovely beard. Thank you. Um, yeah, I you, was, you just... I was beet red until I was five. Beet red? Oh, your hair. And then it turned this color. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a lovely color. It's lighter than mine. It's, it's, uh, it's wasted on me. Why? It's wasted on a straight male. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Do girls like blonde hair? Not usually. Really? They like their men dark. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. But gay men love you? <laughs> I mean, that's not a problem. But, uh, yeah. How's your hearing? Good. Good. Yeah, hearing's good, but I played in bands for a long time. And this Are you a musician? Really yeah. What do you play? Drums. Wow. Yeah. 
how's your singing voice? Uh, good. Because I usually make every all of my contestants sing with me. Wow. But we're not. I don't want to do that here. No, that's not happening. <laughs> so if I had our baby, um, well, um, there are like contracts. You would sign away all your rights. Sure. You're, you would be okay with that? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> no, I would. You know, it'd just be nice to know that maybe I have a child out there somewhere. Yeah. No, I'm kind of your perfect candidate. Are you really? Yeah. So, another question I ask everybody is on a scale of 1 to 10, what's your interest? What's my interest? Well, what is your, like, what, is the ch what are the chances you would do it? Wow. Um, but I can wait till the end of this conversation to ask you that question. Well, no, because to me, if I never get to see the child or, like, hang out, then, like, my answer at the beginning would be the same as my answer at the end, right? Which is what? Which is, I mean, yeah, probably. I'll give it a shot. I think we got a 10, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, what about um, worrying if I would be a good mother? Not my not, oh, I like it, I like it. It's really not. It's not very often that you meet somebody that just wants you for your sperm. Well, it's funny because there's so many people have so many different reactions. Some have been a, a 1 out of 10, a oh, 0 wow. out of 10. Oh, that's too Not bad. a lot, yeah. but some have been a, a 5, yeah. a 7, a 9, a 10. But... Yeah, I'd be a 10. Hell I mean, yeah. If, if, my, if my shit works. Woo! I don't know. Well, should I give you the kit? Sure. <laughs> yeah. You have to read the instructions very carefully. Yeah. Now, are you worried? Ooh, I'm so excited. Are you? Yeah. Now, how long do you have to wait? I just want to know wait? if I'm fertile. How long do you have to wait? I have to wait one day. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> then, my phone died, which is pretty standard for me, actually. My phone dies unexpectedly about three times a day. It's so fun, always living on the edge. Anyway, long date short, we talked about all the standard romantic stuff people talk about on first dates, you know, ex-boyfriends, ex-girlfriends, jobs, I guess. And by the end of the date, guess what, you guys? Ooh, he decided not to take the home fertility test. I get it, guys. He's never heard the podcast before. He doesn't know if it's any good or not. He has no reason to trust that I'm not going to say his name on here. It made sense. But also, here's another more fun theory. That he realized that he had a hot date the next night and didn't want to stop himself from, you know, ejaculating. Or maybe he was going to go hit up one of his booty calls after this date with me. And more power to you, dude. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss alright so the next night I hung out with another guy from another dating app but it's not what you're thinking actually I met this fella on tinder over a year ago and instead of you know all that other stuff we just became friends isn't that neat how that can happen anyway he's great 
you've heard his voice before, actually. Brandon. Not Brandon from episode one, but Brandon who I talked to during episode six after I discovered that gross 1970s Washington Post article blaming all fertility issues on the female biological clock. Anyway, Brandon and I were talking and he doesn't really listen to the podcast so he didn't know that I've been doing all this testing on people and turned out he really wanted to take the test. Okay, so are you nervous? I am. You just said no. I mean like, no, like I'm not like really worried but like I I feel like if it was bad, like I'm like right now I'm like cool as a cucumber, whatever, it doesn't matter to me. But like I know that in the back of my head like if it was bad I would be like, oh no. Yeah, you want kids. Yeah. You do. Right? How old are you again? 34? 34. When's your birthday? February. Um, Aquarius? Yeah. You should be fine. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> the Aquarius, I have notoriously a huge swerve counts. <laughs> yeah. At least a lot of volume. <laughs> so much volume. Water sign. <laughs> Water sign. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. So you're slightly nervous. Sure. Yeah. Like any any test, you get nervous, like regardless of what it is. And this is like a real, like, high-stakes test. And you said earlier you've wondered about this. I have wondered about this. For a long time. For a long time. Because I am not as careful as... You should be. A responsible adult is. Uh, not like, again, we talked about this you've, earlier. You've practiced the pull-out pull method. Pull-out method, yes. Right. Like, you know, long relationships, no condom, no birth control, but yeah, just like, we'll be fine. Right. You know, just, yeah. I've done that too. But it still sort of is surprising, like, like when we do the math, it's like 15 years of being sexually active. Right. And uh, never slipped one past the goalie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, same, except more years for me. I've got a good goalie, though. <laughs> Your goalie is so on point. I played a lot of field hockey when I was growing up, yeah. so... You know the rules. Yeah. Yeah. You know when you can't get pregnant? When? Right after you ovulate. Because that... Yeah. The, the egg it, is... It's so Once gone. you ovulate, it's gone. It's gone. And, like, there's it's not one coming down the pipe for a long time. Right. Right. Anyway, so you're going to take this home. Mm-hmm. You're going to wait. You've got another... 30 hours you should probably wait? I've, I've got another probably like 24 hours, <laughs> but I want to pad it a little bit. Right, from right, right. If it's like two days to seven days, like I don't want to be like right at two days. Right, right, you know? right. Okay, we'll do it. Okay, on Sunday. Run up the score. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> and uh, I've given you all the instructions. You're going to read the manual. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read the manual. You've, you've given me some pitfalls. Right, some things that, you know, you might, roadblocks that you, mm-hmm. yeah, might come, come up against. Um, I still sort of can't get over the fact that like I know that it's like it's it's sanitary and it's not even really a big deal but the other guys have used but like you've just like handed this box to two other dudes and they've like taken it home and come into it (laughs) yeah (laughs) and I'm just like oh next yeah (laughs) yeah anyway you don't have to worry okay because if it's low I can fix it. You can. And I'll put you on some vitamins. You have all the info? I know, but I'll get it for you. Okay. And we'll work on it together. Thank you. So this, <laughs> Not like, together, if, together. Are you kind of like rooting for it to be low so that like we can make it a project? And it then like we watch it grow. Like if we watch, see if I can get it to come up. If you're down for the challenge. 
The 90-day challenge? Well, like, if it seems like it's something I need to do, I'm down for this challenge, and we can document the whole process. And what if it's through the roof? What if it's, like, so through the roof, like, it's crazy, like, it, break, mean, it breaks out of the cup? I might need your sperm. <laughs> I might have to get your sperm. Because everybody else's is terrible, apparently. That's right. All the plastics. All the plastics. Fucking plastics. I hate plastic. Um, enjoy the kit. Thanks. See ya. On Sunday. We'll go to Wee Spa. On Sunday? You want to go to Wee Spa? I gotta edit podcasts on Sunday yeah, and okay. Monday. Yeah, you're not going to Wee Spa. Sorry about all the whispering, you guys, but I had Airbnb guests at the time, and we were in my living room, and I just didn't want them to hear me talking about sperm. So, and yes, I do still have the Airbnb, because my landlords still haven't given me an answer about what they want me to do yet. And I'm okay with that. Anyway, Sunday morning rolled around, and it was time to collect from Brandon. Collect information, not semen. Oh, hi. What's locked? <laughs> so I took it. Yeah. How was your experience? Oh. Was it? I mean, not the jerking off part. I mean, that was as expected and uh, oh, good and nice. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> but the whole uh, process, like, it seemed a lot more complicated than it actually ended up being. It's really easy. It's really easy. Were you like nervous? Um, sure. You were. Yeah, like wary. 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 Okay. Um, and yeah, so I did the whole thing, and it wasn't like super great. Wasn't super bad though. I mean, it wasn't like bad, but it was like closer to bad than I wanted it to be. Right. That's the same for the other two guys. Yeah. Um, you have a picture of it. Totally. I want to see. No, I mean, like, it's not good. I want to see. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's like, it's above 15, but like, barely. What the fuck? I don't know. It's not just you. I mean, I don't take that a whole like lot a, of That looks like a 20 to me. Does that look like a 20 to you? Yeah, I feel like that's, I mean, if 55 is where the next line is, yeah, that's probably 20. Good health, in shape. Yeah. Vegan-ish. Vegan-ish. Don't smoke. I don't smoke. Anything? I smoke pot sometimes. <laughs> Maybe that's the common denominator between the three of us. But you. it's been a while. Yeah. Um, and I don't smoke it. I usually just take edibles. Oh, but I did do one yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I honestly think it's three months ago. Whatever you were doing three months ago. Oh, really? Three months ago, I was drinking more than I should have been and smoking a little bit more. Oh, interesting. Um, and for the past, like, month and a half, I've been, like, very stressed out and feeling very, like, weird and not sleeping well. Oh. And I'm having a lot of back problems lately, and I'm oh. not sleeping well. You need to go to this So, therapy. like, I am not feeling, like, as, optimal. Like, I'm not feeling optimal. Yeah. Right? You're not feeling, your, like, yourself. Yeah. I look fit because I'm, like, a, a skinny guy naturally, but that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to take it again in three months? Yeah. I wouldn't want you. There's nothing that you would need to do. Like, I don't want you to have to change your lifestyle or anything like that. I mean. Or we could, as an experiment, give you vitamins, but you don't even believe in vitamins, right? I believe in vitamins. Oh, that's somebody else. <laughs> this is another sperm guy. Yeah. Do you, yeah. um, uh, are you comfortable with me using this on my podcast? Yeah, that's fine. Do you want your name or no name? Mm, TBD. TBD. Yeah. Yeah. He decided it didn't matter because he'd already been on the podcast and I called him Brandon back then, so. Whatever. Yeah, so, like, after I looked at it, and I was like, okay, that's not great, but, like, it's not, like, cripplingly bad. Yeah. So I was like, well, when we talked about this yesterday, or not... Two days ago? Two days ago. 
Um, you were saying that like there are things you can do, like to bring it up, mm-hmm. like things, like specific things you can eat, right? And blah blah blah. So after I took it, and I was like, okay, that's not great. And then I became like very like I thought about it for like twenty minutes, and I was like, okay, so here's what I'll do. I'll ask Molly what these things are. I'll do some research, and I'll finally join that yoga studio down the street, and like I will relax and oh. stretch out and start eating better. And, like, eating these specific things. And then I'll take it again, and I'll see what happens. I love that. Will you do that? I will absolutely do oh that. Oh, my God. I like, love that. That's what do I... Do you want I, me to I, get... I was going to do that without your prodding. Okay, <laughs> but do you want me to get you some vitamins, too? Whatever they might be? I mean, I can get my own vitamins. <laughs> I don't know what they are, anyway. But, I, I mean... I'm on board with you, like, doing this research for me. Yeah, sure. Me what I should do. Now, in a typical episode, this is where I would run down the list of all the wonderful things you can do to increase your sperm count, but I feel like I might have done that a little bit last week, and I don't have the energy to go back and listen to that episode to find out for sure, so, oh well. I was going to say, I don't wear underwear typically. Like, for like two years, I haven't worn underwear. Oh, interesting. And I know that, like, my knowledge of um, sperm counts is all Seinfeld-based. Right. <laughs> you know, so no, actually I don't I don't know that reference. There's like a Seinfeld episode where they talk about it. Sperm count? Oh uh, yeah, where they talk about like they're all like sort of amazed that um to find out that like Kramer has never like accidentally gotten a girl pregnant. Why? Have they all gotten in a girl accidentally? I don't know. Like okay, I guess like because he's like very, you know, devil may care. Okay. Um I didn't write it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't? I didn't I didn't I thought you were I didn't write that episode of Seinfeld. Okay, got you. <laughs> there goes your anonymity. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, long story short, I haven't worn underwear for like two years. I just stopped doing it one day. Wow. Um, but the past like two weeks or something, I've started again. Interesting. For whatever reason. Well, um, that's that's part of it too, but I mean, I'm not, but not wearing. No, yeah, I don't think that. Not tidy whities No. Not at all. <laughs> Trunks. You know, I wear trunks. Boxer briefs? Which is like a shorter boxer brief. A shorter leg boxer brief. Oh, trunks. Yeah. How many times have you been to Wee Spa? Like three total. And like you sit in a jacuzzi? Yeah, but only for like like minutes, you know. If I go to Wee Spa, I do the jacuzzi for like three minutes. And then you do the cold tank, like the cold pool for like a minute. And then I would just sit in like the steam room most of the time and watch like old naked dudes watch golf. It might be part of it. It might be part of <laughs> sure, it. Sure, no. Right? Sure. Um, just really boiling jacu- them up. Yeah, because jacuzzi is part of it. Uh, is one of the things you're not supposed to do. Okay. And you're, I feel like your concern is more about your ability to procreate or your, it's not your masculinity. Oh, no. Not at all. And is it about your health? It's really, it's mostly about my health and, like, future down, like, procreation, obviously, like, yeah, sure. Yeah. But, like, immediate, like, sort of worry is, like, oh, I'm, I'm not, I'm probably not as healthy as I could be then. What am I doing? What do I need to change? Right. And it is, um... But, yeah, it's not really, like, I don't feel, like, less of a and man. And you have now. heart stuff in your family? I do. Right. And you go, do you get your heart checked? Um, I haven't, but I need to. Yeah. You do. I mean, you are young, but, um... Heart and and sperm count stuff are related or something. Really? I think they said something like that in the manual. I'm really, like, I really hate calling a doctor's office. I know. Like, I hate it. Maybe you can make an appointment online somewhere. I think, I know I can do that. But, like, again, like, I don't know. Infertility has been linked to higher risk of developing testicular cancer, diabetes, and cardiovascular disease. But whatever. Great. I'm just, you're not infertile. 
After I left Brandon's, I went to brunch with my friend Tom. Now, Tom and I also met on Tinder, but our history is a little bit more murky than mine and Brandon's. We had a little something for a minute, but we're just friends now. Anyway, Tom and I finished up our brunch. We were walking down the street talking about relationships, and so I whipped out my phone, of course. All right, so I'm here with my friend Tom. Hi. I met Tom on Tinder. And, um, Was it Tinder? Bumble? I can't remember. All right. Well, I just, I had a question for you, Tom. So I, I told you about Spermcast night one. Yes. And um, you had already looked me up. I did. You I had. had. I didn't, you just had my first name. And what? How did you find me? Um, I can't remember. But yeah, Molly uh, and. Molly Cornell. Cornell, that's it. Yeah, your school. I figured you out from that. How? I don't understand. Google Molly, Cornell alum, Los Angeles. Really? Yeah, people pop up. Great. And then you do, you do, uh, the key is to do image search. Oh, yeah. And then just look for a picture of you. That's true. Yeah, it's that simple. All right. Well, I didn't look you up because I don't like to know anything like that in, in advance. Like, I okay. like to sort of have a real life imper- impression. Sure. But it's not the right way to go, though, because I waste a lot of time where I could be like, never mind, I'm not going to meet this guy. I didn't look you up to judge you. I just looked you up to make sure you were a real person. Right, right, right. Make sure you weren't going to, you know, steal my liver. I'm looking for my keys. Okay, so my question to you is this. Yes, Molly. Where did I leave my keys? Here they are. Your keys, I imagine, are in your purse. So now on my dating profiles, it says 40. Yeah. You were okay with this because, well, I don't know what you were expecting from Tinder and me or anything. Well, I just wanted to go meet someone and have a drink. Yeah, and I was your first date after... My divorce. Right. First Tinder date. First Tinder date after my divorce. Yeah. Yeah, I was excited. <laughs> I don't know if what I'm looking for is somebody to have a life and future with and par- a partner, a life partner. Right. And um, potentially use my frozen eggs with one day sure i don't think that any man that wants to have children is going to match with a 40 year old woman and want to see her for anything more than a fun time i mean i don't know i i think 40 and wanting to have a kid means that they want to have a kid right now right so if you meet a guy who also wants to have a kid right now okay there's, I don't think that, that would be a problem. Do those guys exist? I have no idea. Me neither. <laughs> I would imagine they exist. There's got to be men out there who want children. Wait a minute. Why am I suddenly having a conversation about rushing into a relationship with a guy just so I can have a baby? I'm doing it again, you guys. This is the opposite point of what this podcast is about. I'm supposed to be looking for a sperm donor so I can have my baby and no longer have that kind of pressure on a relationship so that I don't jump into anything too quickly just so I can have a baby. Uh, okay, listen guys, I do have my eyes on the prize. I'm just, or is it my eye? I do have my eye on the prize. Eyes on the prize. Guys, I have my eyes on the prize. And I have my eye on the prize. I just, you know, I like boys too. Should I write that on my profile? Looking for baby daddy? That may be off-putting. Unless that person is looking for the same. You know, on those apps, you see a lot of women who are in their late 30s, early 40s, who say, like... This is what no, I want. No children, not looking for children, or up for discussion about children. Like, they'll put how they feel about kids up there. They do? Yeah, I've seen that quite a bit. So maybe I should say, looking for sperm for <laughs> turkey baster situation, but also looking for long-time life partner. I think that would get who you might... some, some, some bites. I think that would be interesting. 
Okay. <laughs> I mean, the more honest you can be, the, I mean, maybe there'd be the guy who's like, oh, yeah, I could turkey base some chicks. Right. Another question for you. Yes, Mom. What would you do if you were me? I mean, I think you're doing it, right? I don't know, am I? I've been on, like, one or two dates since, and three dates, I guess, since I had a breakup. Well, you should probably date more if you're looking but for I don't a partner. Feel like it. Well, you're very busy. You do a lot of this. Yeah. Your podcast. Yeah. I mean, isn't that everyone's question? What do I do? Doesn't everyone have to figure that out for themselves? Yeah. I can't answer your question for you. Yeah. I can't even ask that question for me. Yeah. Live, live a day at a time. Yeah. Do that. Tom's not a potential donor, you guys. Just so you know. Why not? Don't you have alcoholism in the family? I do have alcoholism in the family. Yeah. Mental I, illness. Oh, suicide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Depression. Girl, this is... <laughs> I'm not taking your seat. But I'm tall and handsome. <laughs> You're very tall and handsome. Very tall, you guys. Um, okay, any questions for me? <laughs> well, I always... I mean, I just like to know how it's going. I just don't really know who to ask and, and where to where to find them and... Stuff like that. I mean, I, like am I, I am cutting out. Problem. I am cutting out a lot of people by saying no alcohol and no, no mental illness. Yeah, I mean, you're you're searching in the Los Angeles area. The people that move here right. move here to escape their family, who are probably alcoholics right. and mentally ill people. Yeah, that's why we move here. Yeah. we stay here because we ourselves are mentally ill alcoholics. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, also, and I'm also finding that a lot of these fellas don't have a ton a ton of sperm right that's the, they, they don't new, have the, the new op- revelation they don't have the optimal sperm count well have you considered auditing college classes oh my god younger maybe that's what your problem is you're you're kind of searching through your well this guy today was 34 that's younger okay his number was 20 million, million. oh that's good then it's over 15 yeah. but it's not 55 well i mean we can't all be maseratis <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I um I want to I think I want to do it yeah pretty soon. I kind of want to move to um, New York in the winter to hang out with my parents and help take care of them and then come back. Is that weird? I don't know. <laughs> You're gonna move to New York in the winter? Like maybe I could Airbnb my whole house for the winter. Sure, you could. Have somebody manage it for me. Mm-hmm. Be with my parents for the winter. Half my family lives there. I could do my podcast there. I mean, you you should go wherever. I want to you be think with you're my going parents to be best. right now. I just miss my parents. Well, it'd be good to reconnect with them. But, I mean, do you think maybe get pregnant first and then go? Yeah. Yeah. Because that would be a be good support system for you while you're going through some of that. Yeah. Okay, let's sign off now. Okay. <laughs> Bye, Tom. Bye, Molly. Yeah, so we said goodbye, and then we got into my car <laughs> and drove to my house, where I gave Tom the kit because he decided he wanted to take the test. I'll do it tomorrow evening or late afternoon. Right. Now, my question to you is, are you, are you nervous about the results at all? No. You're not? I'm curious. Curious. Well, you know, I've never accidentally impregnated a girl. That's what the guys keep saying. So right. I'm curious to see if... You've got any swimmers. Yeah. I mean, either way, I don't know. I'm on the fence about having children anyway. Yeah. I don't really know. So do... Since uh, the divorce, it's been like, oh, we were yeah. pretending to try to have children when I was married. But we never really tried that hard because we hated each other. <laughs> so <laughs> now I have to kind of reevaluate if I want children or not. So this yeah. will be an interesting uh, information to help uh, yeah. make my decision. And you're, you're in good shape. 
physically. Sure. A pretty good diet. Good diet. I don't drink too much. Not too much. Smoke weed. No. Um, and you take Lexapro. Yep, Lexapro, and I take blood pressure medication, and I take high cholesterol medication. Okay. Okay. So it's just... Those could affect it. Who knows? Yeah, we'll find out. Good. Thanks. I'll talk to you later. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's Monday night. Tom waited his 30 hours, and uh, he gave me a call. What did I get? I got below 15. No, Tom! Look. Can you read it? Go Just closer. a little below 15. Can you zoom in? What the there fuck, Tom? <laughs> Are you sperm shaming me? I'm not sperm shaming you. You totally were sperm shaming me. I'm sympathizing, empathizing. Which one is you it? You said, what the fuck? That was that sperm shamed me. No, that was what the fuck universe. It wasn't what the fuck, Tom. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't, I'm like confused. I don't. It's like, does everybody have low sperm count? What do you think? It's the do you think we're all doing the test wrong? No. <laughs> there you go. Well, it's a bunch of forty-year-old men you're testing. <laughs> oh my goodness! I, you know, because I've never got a girl pregnant. See, so that makes sense. No, you know but that's, I mean? dude. Yeah. But it's not. It's not about right now. Anyway, this is three months ago. Your sperm quality right now depends on how you were three months ago. And three months ago, you weren't in a great place. Sure. So your sperm cycle is 72 days. So if you were to take this again in in three months, I think that your sperm count would be higher. I'm also, yeah, I've been healthier too. Yeah. All right. Well, Rachel Rachel just got here. (laughs) Hi, Rachel. Hi. I'm just talking to Molly. (laughs) With the, with the, with the results. Oh, hey! <laughs> How's it going, Molly? I'm good. How are you? Good. He was just showing me the results. Oh, I can't wait to hear. Uh-oh. The <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. the better for me. What's that? He said the worse the news, the better for me. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> What's going on, you guys? Everybody's sperm count is low. I, I'm, 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 I'm calling my mom. It's still her birthday. Mom. What? Look at you. You're so beautiful. I'm in the dark. <laughs> I just want, I just want to see your face. Well, there it is. And, and I wanted to put you on the podcast. I, not right now. Well, you're on it already. Mom, talk. <laughs> Mom, my podcast this week is I don't know how I feel about it Talk (laughs) After I convinced her to talk I told her that a couple more people had taken the test And that they didn't do so great Oh my god You know what I'm thinking, Molly? What? I'm thinking it's You're going to try 20, 30 guys And it's going to happen to all of them Because that thing that you did, the sperm count in the U.S., Australia, and the U.K., since 1973 is down by over 50%. If that's true, and you've so far tested four, so far uh, they're all batting zero. They're not batting zero. You know what I mean. Nobody's going through the roof. 
they're, let's say they're all, <laughs> they have a 50% lower sperm count. But the last guy was under 15. Does he, does he have his laptop in his lap all the time? Actually, Hot, I think he does. That's not good. Hot testicles is the end of the game. I like them. I'm just kidding. That's not funny. Mother! I mean, mommy! <laughs> Sorry, I was just talking to mom. <laughs> How's Nana? Oh, she's good. She's good. Good. She's, yeah. What are you eating? Sugar daddies? Or sugar babies? What are they called? I. They're called... Uh, babies, babies. Sugar babies. Yeah, they pull your fillings right out. I know. Don't eat that. Molly. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, my God, Molly. I'm so tired. I just spoke to a friend. Yeah. Who has been having headaches for 20 days. Sinus. And did you call uh, and get an appointment with a internist? No, I forgot. Did anything help your headache today? I think the Mucinex might have taken it down a little bit. Oh, hey, please. birthday girl, unpause ah, it so yeah. I can see your face. Four more, four years, I will be 80. Unbelievable. As a matter you don't fact, look I'm a not day even... over eight. And as dad says, I've got the body of a 14-year-old <laughs> sheep. <laughs> he told me that about 35 years ago. And I love it. <laughs> what? I just remember why I called you. What? What? Because I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> okay, are you, don't record. You're not recording. Yeah, I am. Oh, God. All right, what? what? Well, in what? this episode, I say to somebody else, I say, um, I, say I think I want to, you know, get pregnant, then... Go home to New York for the winter. Oh, I see. Okay. Winter with my mom and dad, and spend time with them, and then come back to LA, and you know. But I don't know what to do. I have so many plates spinning, and everything depends on one thing or the other. And it's just like I want something to be settled. There's yeah. so many like balls in the air. I thought you just said plates. I switched it up. <laughs> <laughs> balls and plates in the air. I have balls, That's plates, apples. Enough. Flaming torches. Right, right. You know, if I could know if one thing is going to work out, then I could plan ahead and like decide when I'm going to do this and what I and what my path will be. But like, I just can't seem to figure anything out. Well, why don't you go and pick a boy and get pregnant and start with that? Oh, gross. <laughs> what? That's what you've been doing for three months. 20, episode 20, five months. Oh, my God. So you you know you you you've uh, met and interviewed quite a number of uh, interesting characters. Do a pro and a con on each of your contestants. <laughs> I think you're you'll you'll be able to narrow it down pretty well. I mean, you could do this ad infinitum. Right. I mean, you really you could. How will you know? If he really loves me, how will <laughs> no, I know? You're not if looking he for really love. Cares. No, you're not looking for love. Remember? I know. I know. That's funny because this episode is a little conflicted about that, too. Remember? I know. You decided to not look for the boy, just to look for his sperm. Right. I know. Okay. Oh, and I called the fertility company, and now it's $575 for a, a consultation. They've changed the price in July. So one way to test your fertility is with a turkey baster. <laughs> try to get, why don't you try to get pregnant? Oh. 
Well, because then all of a sudden you're pregnant. Oh, you just saved $579. Right. I'm sorry. I'm being very... No, you're not being anything. No, it's good. It's it's food for thought for me for the rest of the week and for me to, you know, simmer. No, but you're right about the guy stuff. It's so funny because all that stuff comes up in this episode. Because I keep asking these guys, like, you know... Uh, you see a 40-year-old on a t- on Tinder, you're not going to want to date her if you want to have kids. Feel I feel like repulsive almost. Like people aren't going to want to date me for, for a long-term relationship. They might just want to have a fun time. One way to solve that is to go and have a baby. Right. And then you're not, then they're not, those guys are not going to be worried about you looking to have a baby. This is stupid. Not this, this is, this isn't stupid. That whole thing. It's like, I, why am I even wasting my time thinking about that? Because you're a normal, a normal girl. That's why. I like boys. I know you love boys. You <laughs> fall in love. You Oh, you broke up. Where are you? And then she disappeared. And then I called her back so that I could say happy birthday again. Happy uh, birthday from everybody here at Spermcast. You, me, and uh, the whole, the whole company. Oh, we're all. Bye, everybody. Thank Goodbye. you all. Goodbye, Penny. We love you. (laughs) Bye, guys. Goodbye, everybody. Love y'all. Be well. See ya. Bye, Mom. Love you. Bye. Bye. Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was scary. Well, if there's one thing I've learned from this episode and last week's, it's that all of my male friends have a really healthy relationship with masturbation. Moving on, lots of things to think about this week. I think I'm getting... closer? Next week, a real episode. Amanda will still be in London, but I've got someone to fill in for her, and I promise to use real microphones. Want to help me pay for all my Bumble podcast dates and my visit to the fertility clinic? Become a patron to this independent podcast at patreon.com forward slash spermcast. I could really, really use your support. And you know what? Thanks to some new subscribers, we're up to $260. That means we passed $250, which means y'all are going to get one extra exclusive Patreon episode per month, which I'll start doing in October. Thank you so much to my new Patreon subscribers. I can't remember if I gave you a shout out last week, so thank you to Lene, Greg Summer, Sarah Samuel, Renee Colvert, and Rebecca Steingut. Thank you also to my anonymous Bumble date and to Brandon and to Tom. Y'all are troopers. Happy birthday for the thousandth time to my spirit animal, my mom, Penny Hockey. And another happy birthday to Genevieve, who happened to leave me a voicemail last week on my special dedicated Spermcast line. That's 323-741-1818. Or you want to email me? Spermcast at gmail.com. Another big thank you in advance to you for heading over to the Apple Podcasts app and leaving me a brilliant, shining review. Oh my goodness, that was so nice of you in the future to do. Oh, speaking of, I finally figured out how to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Basically, you have to update your phone. Guys, I'm not good with my phone, and neither is my mom. (laughs) Anyway, I updated my phone. All you have to do is scroll to the bottom, and voila. If you're a dude and want to test your fertility, or if you know a dude and you want to test his fertility, then go to trackfertility.com. That's track with a T-R-A-K, no C. And put in Spermcast 2018 for a 15% discount at checkout. 
Find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at SpermCast. Well, I'm out of here. I hope you have a great Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. I'll talk to you next week. I love you. He could be bald and bearded, shorter or tall. Funny, smart, love basketball. Gay, straight, black, white. Tiny eyes with an underbite. I just need sperm. Sperm cast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.